Season's greetings. Here we are. Once again, this is Illiterate. My name is Evan. My name is Taylor. We are not doing a subject this week, but we didn't want to leave you with nothing. So here we are. We're doing a brief episode, a holiday episode, a Thanksgiving episode. A relaxed fit, if, <laughs> if you... That's a term I've heard thrown around. Uh, a relaxed fit episode. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. But what are we talking about? We're talking about Thanksgiving. We're talking about Black Friday. I hope everybody is with their families. Yeah, I am. We are. <laughs> I'm probably eating Chinese food or like shopping right now. Right. As you're as you're listening to this, I've probably been standing in some retail line and I'm mad about it. And I might be on an airplane. I was thinking about the Black Friday stuff. Yeah. I'm really sour on it. It's ruined. I was big on Black Friday. That was my favorite thing. I liked having Thanksgiving... Sitting around with the family, not having anything to do, just kind of like enjoying each other and then looking at the ad, seeing what was going to be going on the next day. And then a couple people planning maybe about what they were going to do. I always thought, loved the spectacle of it, going out in the middle of the <laughs> night to a, a mall where it just looked like zombies are ready yeah. to go. I always thought the spectacle was fascinating. So I enjoyed it. But I think uh, I'm not the only one who's noticed that it's really slipped into this crazy twilight zone of greed and despair and murder and murder (laughs) of like it's we're starting i swear to god they are starting sales at 5 p.m on thursday i Uh and and more shocking than that i saw an ad say wednesday they're starting (laughs) on wednesday now they're just blowing right through things which i almost kind of you're trying to beat people to the punch i guess i guess and so much of the money is made around Christmas time for any business. It's like that's the big push. And so you want to capitalize on that. That's when people are spending money. I read something really interesting about Franklin Roosevelt, about pushing the date of Thanksgiving back and forth. Uh, he had tried to relegate when Thanksgiving was going to be so that retailers had enough time to actually make enough revenue by Christmas. Yeah. Um, so he had actually Because some a law. years it sh- shifts wildly where it's like oh yeah because christmas is always on the 25th but thanksgiving is always on the last thursday right now it's always the last thursday but they played with that a little bit of because of demand from retailers trying mm-hmm. to get in and more time to get people to buy and and and, and put more mm-hmm. into the economy they tried moving thanksgiving two weeks early and people revolted they called it franksgiving <laughs> <laughs> And so it didn't work. You had people celebrating in two days, so they had to get yeah. rid of that and go back. And now, yeah. and, that, and that's how how it kind of got started to always being the last Thursday of the month. Bizarre that this push at after Thanksgiving, immediately yeah. after Thanksgiving, makes up for so much of the profit for these companies in such a small amount of time. I had read that because I was like Black Friday, the term black in these contexts is usually like a massacre or so, you know, that's where that term. That's and that, definitely when I started what I thought of was like, did someone die? Was it people mm-hmm. hurt? But that term is ambiguous about how that came about. But I had seen as far as why this is the thing. Cause I know that it's like, oh yeah, all the shopping happens, but this and that, but it's like, why, how did that become such an American institution mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to go shopping? Yeah. It seemed ironic to me that it was all about thankfulness and gratefulness. And then, consumerism and, yeah <laughs> go get a plasma tv yeah but i said i found that the reason this kind of started it makes sense is with the advent of thanksgiving day parades and what happens with these parades is 
traditionally Santa Claus is at the end of the, the parade, and it rings in like, hey, here's Thanksgiving, boom, 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 here's the Christmas holiday season. Remember Christmas? Oh, no, I don't know what to get anybody. <laughs> here comes, here comes the start of it, and all of these parades traditionally are sponsored by department stores, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. So they've got Sandy Claus at the end with, hey, follow us down to Macy's, and so it just- <laughs> We'll lead you right to the store. Uh, yeah, that's the next thing, so that's where it comes from, is Santa Claus at the end of parades being like- like, now's your time to shop. It's, like, officially ringing in the shopping season. Yeah. It's so innocent for children because it's like, oh, yay, it's the time of Santa Claus. And then adults look at it and it's like, oh, darn. It's time for traffic. Yeah. <laughs> no, which is, is is actually one origin I found on the term Black Friday. It started in 1966 in Philadelphia. Uh, the police coined the term, perhaps. And then there's this muddle around. You know, right, it, right. It's, it's emerged in a couple ways. It's as if, it's like the Terminator. It willed itself into existence and now we're dealing with it through time. But in, in 66, uh, the police in Philadelphia coined the term because of the traffic was so bananas because of not only sh- the shopping season, but they had some sporting events that were tied oh, to yeah. well, all the of football the Thanksgiving. Game. It was all of the ho- It was the whole holiday weekend. It mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily just retail, but there were more people out on the streets doing retail shopping as we do still now. They were starting to notice that a, a lot more right there around 65, 66. And the, the Philadelphia police could be credited with actually coining Black Friday just because it was absolute doom for them mm. just trying to get people places just orchestrating traffic in the streets yeah <laughs> <laughs> which i thought that was a kind of a funny origin for it i would have never guessed yeah. that it could have started there and then most famously the uh, you know the people say that is called Black Friday because on a business charts and when they're reporting in the black their incomes, is, yeah. when you move into the black is profitable. If you're in the red, right. you're, you're not making your money. Um, so that's kind of the one that every that has been out there and kind of floating around is perhaps being the reason. But I can't even find an instance in where that is true. Like, like mm-hmm. nobody, there's no that happened. Like there is with the Philadelphia stuff or like very much so with the, the Santa Claus, being at the yeah. end of the Macy's Day Parade. Yeah. Do you have some recommendations for us as far as Black Friday things or media going forward? I have some books and and more yes, holiday of course. stuff. Yes, we got you, holiday suggestions. You, yeah, what do you have? Well, as far as far as Black Friday goes, I know Barnes and Noble will always be doing their sale if you're into the books and that kind of stuff. Target is doing a buy two get one free uh, on all their books. So oh, if wow. you're so the literaries out there, <laughs> welcome. Hello, I hope you've been listening. And then what I think is kind of more important on the literary notion, Cyber Monday is going to be really big for local and independent bookstores. So mm-hmm. if you don't want to jump in on the Amazon, the Barnes & Noble, that stuff, you don't want to do the corporate stuff, save your money for Cyber Monday. That is when your local bookstore is going to be doing something crazy. I'm keeping my eye on IndieBound and stuff like that to see if, if they actually launch a sale at the last minute. By the mm-hmm. time this is out, you'll know. Go look at that mm-hmm. stuff. See what's happening for Cyber yeah. Monday when it comes to books. I'll post a link to IndieBound. We put links in all of our episodes if you want a book that we talked about we get a little cut of that but if you just you can go on their website at any point and find where there is a local bookstore that you can buy from or be shipped to as opposed to just getting it off of Amazon Cyber Monday while we're on it it's a newer one that started within the last you know decade or so <laughs> uh, just some numbers on that it pulls in 2.5 billion dollars on mm. that one day alone which was insane yeah. to me. I mean, I'm thinking, you know, That's hundreds all my dad of millions, does. sure, but $2.5 billion on Cyber Monday. Yeah, we never did the Black Friday like your family. Our mm-hmm. thing was 
like Santa Claus coming in, like Thanksgiving night, we would not go out, but we would start putting up the Christmas. Yes, yes, that was always my my post Thanksgiving. It was see what's going on for Friday morning, uh, and then usually go out Friday morning, come back, crash, and then all Friday decorate right. that kind of deal. Sorry, well, yeah, we yeah. <laughs> Taylor, tell your stuff. <laughs> well, we put up the boring. Tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, as far as my Thanksgiving specific media recommendations planes trains and automobiles is the only movie that i know about that has anything <laughs> i knew it so this guy trying to get home for thanksgiving it's wonderful john hughes wrote it directed it beautiful very 80s in terms of the soundtrack it's and a the classic tone, but it's a classic so if you haven't seen that and you're like I'm, i don't know anything about christmas movies or i've seen them all go watch coming home for the holidays i mean yeah. and everything that that entails every every aspect every every angle on that. family it's just beautiful yeah. it's just a gorgeous film wonderful and then the only book that I found that I, I didn't know anything about that I thought was... I mean, there's a lot of books where it's like, oh, a family coming home for Thanksgiving, yeah. but not well-known. There's one called Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk, which got turned into a movie oh, right. recently. I forgot about that. And yes. that takes place. It's this soldier who's coming back from the war, and it's during the halftime show of Thanksgiving Day. You know how they have the fame, mm-hmm. the football game, and it's him reminiscing and thinking back of like why he's being awarded this stuff and all the stuff that happened to him. Oh. But it got turned into a movie in the past couple years. Right, I remember. It did pretty the well independently. Out. I think it was Ang Lee yes, who did yes, it. Yes, it was. Yeah, but the book is written by. They did something visual? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. They, I don't. I don't want to say gimmick, but they had a thing. Like it was all one shot, one shot or, or something, yeah, something yeah. like that. I remember, but I can't remember the specifics of it. Yeah, but that takes place. Over the the Thanksgiving, just oh, like an really? interesting take on I didn't know that memory, and and then this time we're thinking about being grateful and remembering yeah. what happened, and like kind of like leading into a new year and the holidays and sentimentality. So if you want a more literary, not as whimsical as planes, trains, and automobiles, <laughs> that might be a book to check out. And if you're into going to the theater while uh, while you got some time off. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. The uh, Mister Rogers biopic mm. is going to be out. That'll be in theaters. Frozen Two is coming out. If you're into that, I've never seen. I've never. I've never seen Frozen, <laughs> but people love it. People love it. Uh, Knives Out, the Ryan Johnson uh, film, the director of The Last Jedi. He's got a new mystery film. Looks a lot like Clue, mm-hmm. uh, which so I'm, I might check that one out. I'm not sure. Another one, an indie, uh, lower, lesser known one called Queen and Slim. It's it's a black Bonnie and Clyde on the run about you know police brutality. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be coming out on the 27th. And I want to mention Parasite. Still be in theaters during Thanksgiving, but it's a sleeper hit. It's probably going to be up for some awards. So if you're looking for something kind of off kilter, if you can find a screening of Parasite, it's a foreign film. Uh, it's a genre film. It's a thriller mm-hmm. um, that people are exploding about. So I, I would highly recommend that. I haven't seen it myself yet, but I know that's what people my are roommate, talking about. My roommate saw it and he loved it. And really? We watched the, the, the director, his other film, Snowpiercer. Oh, we yes. last night, and that was very good, which is based on a French graphic novel. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Yes, <laughs> Parasite is not. Good. Parasite is an original thing, but yeah. Uh, those are my suggestions. That's what's going to be happening uh, for the holiday weekend. So if you got some time, that's what's going on. If you want a dark Thanksgiving film dark. suggestion, it's one of my favorite movies, but again, very dark, very scary, like opposite of planes, trains, and automobiles, Prisoners. Oh, yes. Which is the guy who did Arrival... And Denis Villeneuve, he also directed Blade Runner 2049, yeah. one, of, one of my favorite movies as it, of late. It's very tragic, but it's this family and their kid gets abducted on Thanksgiving. Stars Hugh Stolen Jackman yeah. and Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah, really it's, tense thriller, 
the dark side of what would you give to protect your family? That kind of, like if you again family getting together, gratitude, what you're you know what you value. If you want to be side eyed in your kids all <laughs> Thanksgiving Day, making sure you know where they are, watch prisoners. <laughs> watch prisoners. Yeah, <laughs> and then if you're if you're interesting in impressing your uh, family on some Christmas and holiday facts as far as literary stuff goes, just a couple. Little tidbits. I was looking up Christmassy books, and of course, there's, you know, A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Mm -hmm, If mm -hmm. you want to go back and listen to our Dr. Seuss episode, we mentioned a little bit about how that came to be in his epic first year of just blasting through all those books. What a man, man. But another one, which we're not going to do an episode on, but is a book to movie. Christmas-wise, there was a short story called The Greatest Gift that came out in 1943. It's about this guy who's suicidal, hanging off a bridge, wondering Mm. what his life would be like, and somebody's like, poof, you never existed, and he gets to see it, and that's what It's a Wonderful Life is based off of. Wow. That's actually a short story, so you could check that out if you didn't want to watch them. We always watch, it's a classic that we watch in our household. And then A Christmas Story with Ralphie and the BB gun. That is a book by Gene Shepard like a memoir-esque book about his life. I thought that since we had talked about Judy Garland yeah. and The Wizard of Oz, there two years after Frank Baum wrote The Wizard of Oz, he wrote a children's book called The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus. And it's a mm. mythical origin story of <laughs> Santa Claus, of like him being a kid, being orphaned, being trained and grown up by wood nymphs and how he gets reindeer and why he loves begins but Santa Claus. basically why he loves helping <laughs> kids and the evil that he fights it's very it's very secular you know Whoa. in terms of like magic and and elves and like all the crazy <laughs> stuff as opposed to but it's that's his kind of stories wizard of oz is off the walls bonkers yeah. so if you wanted his take on how santa claus came to be not the actual historical origins of oh. saint nicholas oh my God. he goes off the rails on that and if you want a bonkers holiday song, <laughs> Here Comes Santa by Bob Dylan is one of the most oh, hilarious songs I think I have ever, hilarious holiday songs I've ever heard. I bop it, I bop it. it every year. Thank you, Harry, for exposing it, it, it to me. And I want to share it with all of you. We got to put it in the show notes. Okay, yeah. All Here this is going to be Santa. in the show notes. <laughs> Oh, it's the- called Must Be Santa. Must Be yeah. Santa. Sorry. <laughs> Must Be Santa. I'm so sorry. That's Must okay. Be Santa. Um, speaking of bonkers songs, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, which everybody knows about, originated as a book. So it was this guy, Robert L. May. He wrote it at the request. There was this department store. based on a book, Everything. There was this department store called Montgomery Ward, and they had given out coloring books to kids during the holidays for free as, like, promos to get people into the store. Yeah. And they got this guy to write this book. It was given out for free to over two million kids who visited their store during 1939. Two million. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. And then his brother-in-law, Johnny Marks, wrote the song that we all knew, know, and love. He wrote a ton of Christmas classics. Really? Johnny Marks? Mm Mm-hmm. And then that's how the story took off, and then the animated thing came about many years later, but it was originally a free children's book that a department store commissioned. He came up with the story because he had seen – he was in Chicago at the time, and he had seen through the fog this blinking red light, and he was like, oh, Oh, that would be a great thing for the main Was his name Mr. Rogers? (laughs) (laughs) The the, uh, Actually, in terms of 
names, he originally thought Rolo or Reginald, and then decided Rudolph. Oh. So if you could imagine <laughs> Reginald, the Rolo. red nose. <laughs> Reginald. This <laughs> <laughs> is like some butler yeah. from the 50s. <laughs> Well, and speaking, so then it's interesting you bring up cultural context. So this happened in the 30s was when he wrote this Ah, book for the department store. But I didn't, the cultural significance of the red nose was controversial because that was associated Mm. with chronic alcoholism and drunkards. And like, I don't know if you can picture like that rosy cheek, like really. So people were like, this, this is not a children's like this is a weird that's a drunk reindeer yeah what's Santa doing what's Comet on yeah and that's why he's so (laughs) what have you been doing to these reindeer (laughs) the the original idea was rejected and so they had to make it more cartoonish but he stuck with the red nose Blitzen is Blitzen (laughs) he's Fritz he's on the Fritzen But yeah, those are my Christmas facts for now. I just thought that that would that, that would tide you over. Oh, that was tasty. Until yeah, yeah, until Christmas time. But we will see you all soon. Yeah, we'll be back next soon. week. A yeah. normal episode. <laughs> so thanks for sticking in. We yeah. know this is a little bit different, a little bit relaxed here, <laughs> but we hope it was something for you. Uh, yeah. So wherever you are, we hope you had a wonderful holiday. Uh, I'm really glad that you decided to spend a little bit of it with us. Yeah. Have fun with your friends and family, and we will catch you all as always on the flip flop. Thank you.